welcome to the Nola Row Experience Podcast. Raw, honest, relatable experiences that help us grow. Are you subscribed? If not, what are you waiting for? Go! And please, leave a review and help us grow while you're at it. Thank you. On today's episode, something unusual people take their clothes off to do. Or is it unusual? Why you shouldn't text everything? We'll find out what you didn't know. SOA, Q&A, and of course, today's happy habit. Listen, guys, there are some people. Now, bear with me. I'm warning you now. It might be a little bit weird or disgusting for some people. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you're into and what you're not into. But there are some people who cannot. Ready? <laughs> there are some people who cannot poop if they do not take all of their clothes off. <laughs> Listen, this sounded hilarious coming out of my mouth. I had no idea that it was going to be so funny to me because I happen to be. No, I shouldn't say I happen to be false, false, false. Rewind. I used to be one of those people. And let me tell you, hear me out. Hold on. Let me tell you why I think I used to do this. So I was born in Guyana and I grew up in a very small village in the 80s. And during that time, we didn't have any money, very poor. And um, if you're from Guyana or any other, you know, even people from the south, people from certain rural areas, the toilets are outside, right? I don't know if there's anybody listening to this who've never heard of this. You probably exist. But the toilets were outside. We had to come out of our house. And when I say outside, I mean outside. <laughs> we had to come out, come out of our house, right? Walk to the backyard and then walk into the toilet. So the the crazy thing about this these toilets, I'm about to get a little bit gross, giving you disclaimers and letting you know, warning you in advance, brace yourself. The toilets didn't flush, right? So whatever you did in there, it stayed in there forever. No, seriously, literally. If you go in there and you look down, whatever you did is still there. And things just kept piling up on top of it. So... I believe, this is my theory, because I, I had to figure out why was it so difficult for me to poop with my clothes on. My theory for me is I think I didn't want to have the smell of my clothes. I didn't want my clothes to get contaminated. I didn't want my clothes in that environment because it was so gross to me. Even though that's all I knew, it still didn't sit right with me. I was like, what? happening right now but you know that was culture that was life and um I think that me not wanting to get anything on my clothes is the reason why I used to take all of my clothes off this lasted into when I became an adult but just a little bit I no longer do it like I mentioned uh before but I'm not even sure when I stopped doing that to be honest with you but it's the 
top reason why I could never do number two in public. I remember going on a class trip one time. Now, I was on a class trip with a whole other school. (laughs) Shout out to Tilden High School in Brooklyn. I go to the bathroom, to the restroom, and um, I can't go. Why can I not go? Because I'm in public, and I'm not about to take all my clothes off in this public restroom, and I cannot, it will not come out of my body if I don't take my clothes off. Yo! (laughs) I know there's somebody out there who can relate to this. If you can relate to this, please email me. Talkwithnola at gmail. Just email me and say, girl, I take my clothes off or I used to take my clothes off or I can't go without. You don't have to say your name. You don't have to identify yourself or you can because some of us don't care. Right. But email me. Talk with Nola. T-A-L-K-W-I-T-H-N-O-L-A at Gmail. Talk with Nola at Gmail. Email me. Let me know if you know somebody, if you're that somebody who cannot poop if you don't take your clothes off. So anyway. I go into this restroom at Six Flags and my friends are waiting for me outside. I come out of the restroom and they're like, you good? I'm like, no, I couldn't go. I couldn't go. And my belly's hurting. I'm uncomfortable. It's ruining the experience because it's painful and my belly is bubbling, but it will not come out. So we walked around, did some activities and I'm like, yo, I have to try again. So we went back a second time. I went into the restroom. I hovered over the toilet and I tried, I tried, I tried. It would not come out. And I'm like, I really can't live like this. Seriously, I am being physically tortured. But there's no way that I can use this toilet if I am not in my house, in my environment, with my clothes all the way off. So came out of the restroom a second time and they're like you did it I'm like no like everybody's like yo what's up with you why you can't do it couldn't do it I think I might have tried a third time but then after that I was like I just need to go home and it was such a miserable time so I finally went home hours later because New Jersey at that time I lived in Brooklyn New Jersey um I don't remember what part of Jersey that is, but it's definitely a couple of hours drive, maybe an hour and a half, two hours drive. Even the time we were at the park, it was the middle of the day. We weren't scheduled to leave until way later. So that entire time I was tortured simply because I can't poop if I don't take all of my clothes off. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there who can relate to this. Do not front. You're part of my tribe, even if I no longer do it. Let's talk about it. I found out some of the reason why there are people who who do this. And um, doing my research, I realized, oh, my goodness, there's a whole community of us out there who do this. There's a whole bunch of us out. Now, let me tell you what I found out. This is what I found out. This is what I learned doing my research. So... Uh, here are some reasons, and I got this from Insight Psychology, right? Some reasons that they believe people cannot poop without taking all of their clothes off. So some people do it to keep their clothes clean, which I, in my theory, I think that's why uh, I was doing that as a kid. So p- some people do it 
because they're worried about their clothes becoming soiled or smelling bad. Um, some people do it for flexibility. Uh, it's easier to let it out if your clothes is not constricted, like if your pants is tight or your shirt is tight. Or, uh, my goodness, what are y'all doing on the toilet? <laughs> what are you doing on the toilet other than sitting there? But there are people who say, listen, I need to be flexible. I need to be relaxed. I need to be able to just move around. What? what, what how are you moving? What is, I don't know what y'all are doing. But some people, that's their reason. Um, and apparently it makes it easier to push, right? Uh, there are some people who said that it feels more natural, right? Bowel movements, according to Inside Psychology, bowel movements are a natural body function, and perhaps being naked feels more primal somehow and therefore more satisfying. Really? <laughs> well, you know what? A lot of the things that we do today, if we really pay attention, dates back to what we are or how we are as first humans, right? Our far, far, far in the back, way back in the day, ancestors, we still have a lot of their behaviors and a lot of the things that we do that we can't explain it, you know, from them. So this might be one of the reasons because they were in fact naked, right? So another reason, uh, it's how you learned. Some people, this is how they learned it. Maybe when they were first learning to use the toilet as a child, their parents preferred that they remove their clothes for ease of cleanup. Right? Because babies and toddlers, they're always messing their clothes up. And if you're a parent or you've ever took care of a baby, you know when that poop get on their clothes. <sighs> Annoying, right? We don't we don't want to have that experience. So maybe that happens to some people or maybe some people take all their clothes off when they poop because that's how they learned it. I hope this wasn't too disgusting for some of you. And if it was too disgusting, then... This this segment wasn't for you, but for the people who can embrace it because this is life, this is what happens, email me. Let me know what you think about this, all right? <sighs> can't take your clothes off. Therefore, you can't poop. <laughs> Y'all are funny. There's an experience that I have had so many times, right? And it's about communicating via text messages. So I'm going to give you a quick scenario about this experience that I had. Somebody sent me a text, right? I read the text and I was fuming. I was so angry. I was hot. I was I was like, "What? Hold on, what happened?" <laughs> Mad as hell, right? So fortunately, I was able to tap in with myself and say, don't respond while you're in this energy space. Put the phone down, walk away, cool off, take a deep breath, come back and respond from a sound mind, right? So that was what I decided to do, ended up doing that. Walked away, got that energy out of my body, <sighs> came back, ready to respond in a different tone. Because had I responded when I first got that message, it would have been a fight, right? So came back, opened my phone. When I read the message, guess what? 
the message didn't even say what I thought it said when I first read it. How? How? You're probably out there misreading stuff and fighting with people because you're misreading what, what they said. You probably read the correct words, but you read the tone wrong. Or you probably read the words wrong. There's probably one word that you read wrong, and all of a sudden, it's a completely different message. You're pissed as hell. You're on a war path. We're ready to fight. I am so happy that on that day, I made the decision to walk away take a deep breath and come back so I could respond in a non-combative way. But when I reread the message, it didn't even say what I thought it said. And I'm standing here like, look at you about to start a fight for nothing. That's one tip that I would give you. Walk away if you're feeling hot before you come back and you start firing shots. Now, the other thing about texting and knowing when to text and when to call is that sometimes you'll send certain text messages to people and they read it with their emotion right they read it based on the energy that they're in at that moment they might be experiencing something terrible they might be upset angry sad or whatever and they're reading your words in that from that energy space, from that perspective, or they're misreading what you said. They're reading in their own tone and completely misconstrue what you said, right? The other thing that happens is you might be trying to help somebody out with something and they're not even trying to hear your either suggestion, constructive criticism, certain messages deserve a phone call and it's a really good skill to know when to text and when to call somebody because you do it too you read people's text messages and then when you finally talk to them they're fine they didn't even mean anything by what they said but you read it from the emotional space that you were coming from and you're probably doing that uh when you send a text message to them they're reading it from the emotional space they're in at the moment and it causes uh this rift it causes bad vibes between people that's completely unnecessary you gotta know when to text and when to call and um i used to say that if i say something to you it's up to you how you respond you know what we have to take responsibility for, for the energy that we create sometimes as well, right? So figuring out when to text, when to call. There are certain situations that need they need to hear your voice so they can hear your tone. So they can understand that, oh, this person's coming from a good place. They don't mean anything by it, all right? So that's my advice on knowing when to text and when to call. Did you know that trauma change, changes the brain? Trauma changes the brain and I thought that this would be a really good topic to touch on simply because we are out here disrespecting people being angry with people chastising them because of their behaviors right so here's the thing every single hear this for a second this part right here it blew my mind, right? Every single moment of the day, 
no matter what you experience, whether you experience something fun, whether you experience something sad, whether you experience something exhilarating, you're eating something, talking to somebody, traveling, whatever, your brain is constantly being rewired. Rewired, right? Every time you have an experience, your brain changes. So you are constantly changing, right? Okay, think about this for a second now. If a person experiences a traumatic event, their brain changes. All of a sudden, this person is experiencing mood changes. It Again, we're going back to the fact, remember, the brain is being wired. This person is not saying, hey, I was traumatized. All of a sudden, I want to be mean. I want to act up. I want to be crazy. That doesn't happen. Some people can't control their behaviors, their moods, and the different things that come out of them when their brain is rewired in a way that they didn't even know was happening, right? So now that you know this, have a question. I want you to ask yourself a question, right? Now that you know this, take a second. I'm going to give you a second. Pause. Ask yourself. Now that I know that when people experience traumatic events, their brain changes, therefore their behaviors will most likely change. So I can now, now that I know this, I can now make space to be kind to them. Take a second. I'm giving y'all a second. Ask yourself this question. Because now that you know you have a responsibility, right? I know you've heard the phrase, the more you know, right? The, if, if you know, you do better. If you know better, you do better. The more you know, the better you do. I know somebody has heard that phrase. Now, ask yourself this question. Now that I know that when a person's brain changes from a traumatic event, it affects their mood, it affects the way they behave, I will make space to be kind to them. Ask yourself if you can do that or tell yourself that that's what you're going to do moving forward. You now have a responsibility because if you didn't know before, now you know, right? So here are some changes that happens to people who have uh, trauma or experience a traumatic event, right? So uh, the brain changes and this person will experience chronic stress. Chronic stress, meaning stress that lasts for an extended period of time. And even that stress causes additional issues within the body, right? So chronic stress, heightened fear, paranoia. When people are fearful, they behave in certain ways. They'll lash out. A lot of things you see people doing, they might have an attitude. They might be loud. All of that stuff is probably fear-based, but because you don't understand it, you take it personal, you think that they're coming at you, right? Heightened fear, increased irritation. Come on. Listen, as a New Yorker, let me tell you, all day long, <laughs> all day long, I'm running into people with an attitude. People from all walks of life live in New York. And you run into people with attitudes, mental health issues, and you have no idea where it's coming from, why they're being that way, right? It could be a fear-based response that ends up looking like something completely different um, 
once they express themselves. People who experience traumatic events are sometimes harder to calm down. Once they get excited and they get into a rage or some type of heightened dark energy, it's difficult to calm them down because a traumatized brain doesn't always know how to regulate itself. These people don't always know how to regulate their emotions, how to regulate their energy, and how to interact with other people. So, listen, this some of these people can't sleep. That might be you. You might be the person listening to this saying, man, that's me. Ever since I experienced this, that, or the third, or a thousand different things throughout your life, your body changes because your brain changed. Your brain was rewired, right? You experienced trauma, and it's science. It's natural that you react to those negative experiences in this way. So now that you know, how are you going to be kind? How are you going to show your kindness? Are you still going to see people on social media and leave mean comments? Because I know there's somebody listening <laughs> out there who does this. You know, somebody might be going through something. Listen, if you don't have something nice to say, maybe move on. Maybe just keep it to yourself. You don't have to unleash everything. And the people who react to people that way, if you see somebody going through something and you react to them in a negative way, this is probably your trauma being unleashed as well. Think about that for a second, all right? These people are not able to plan. They're not able to focus. And I am just urging people today, now that you know, the brain gets rewired when people are traumatized. Now that you know this, maybe you can make space to be kinder to them. And definitely, if this has happened to you, be kinder to yourself. Name a few lives that I am undoubtedly about. Definitely, I'm about that um, detox life. <laughs> I'm on a detox right now. Uh, I love doing that seasonally. It makes me feel better. It helps me regulate uh, body functions. Um, I'm definitely about that mom life. Definitely super involved. Always present, always looking to change the way I was parented. Um, definitely about this podcast life. Obviously, the Nola Row Experience podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Would I rather be able to control other people's thoughts or my own bowels? Did he just ask me that? <laughs> I, I would rather control my own bowels. Rather than control other people's thoughts. But I have no desire to be shitting all over the place. Just shitting all over the place. No, I have no desire to do that. Um, let other people control their thoughts. Because that's a job in itself. So y'all can have that. <laughs> Am I more of a nightclub person or a lounge person? Definitely more of a lounge person. Because if you know me and you've ever partied with me, especially once I hit my like early 30s, mid 30s, 
Don't invite me anywhere where you're going to have me standing all night long in my heels. You want me to come looking cute, stilettos on point, but you want me to stand for four hours? Okay, so today's happy habit. Good diet. Eating right. Eating clean, right? And how does eating relate to being happy? How does... Because I know for some people, if you have to eat too many vegetables or too many fruits, you're miserable, right? But here's the thing. Happiness also comes from hormones. Happiness also comes from the chemical reactions in your body, right? A lot of times it's not just, oh, let me choose joy. Let me choose happiness in this moment. A lot of times you can't even control what's happening in your brain and the chemical responses that are taking place in your body. And food definitely is a big contributor to that. Now, a lot of people probably don't know this. A lot of people do. Your gut is directly connected to the brain in your head, right? Some people call the gut the second brain. So those two things are connected. And when you eat Your gut sends signals to your brain telling your brain what to do, how to feel, how to react. But how do you feel down the road when you look back in time and you're like, damn, I ate bad all those years and now I'm sick. Now I'm experiencing something. Now I'm losing a leg. Uh, to diabetes now my mood is messed up now something changed in my brain now I have this that or the third you don't feel good you don't feel good you feel disappointed you feel depressed so choosing the right foods to eat absolutely impacts your happiness thank you for tuning in to the Nola Rowe Experience Podcast created and hosted by Nola Rowe produced by Take Action Media Theme song by Mr. Malek. Sponsored by The Hills Restaurant, Brooklyn, New York. Listen to us on all podcast platforms and follow us on social media at the Nola Row Experience Podcast. Visit the Nola Row Experience Podcast.com and connect with us via email at talkwithnola at gmail.com.